Hi everyone, welcome to Stalking Spurs, a very special episode. My name is Patty. And I'm Acid. Welcome. <laughs> welcome to I... this emergency Spurs pod. If anyone's read the news in the last 48 hours, you will know what this emergency is about. Mauricio's out, Mourinho's in, our world is upside down. It's been a crazy time to be a Spurs fan and we really need to talk about it. So thanks for joining us. You'll be hearing a lot more about our feelings on this show. Hi, guys. How Hi. are you? How is Hi. everyone doing? Very good. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Personally, very good. That was not the reaction I was expecting, but I'm glad. Yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been a whirlwind an emotional roller coaster of a 48 hours. I guess we've landed in different places. Mm-hmm. There's very good, there's ambivalent, there's still kind of scared. <laughs> I think I'm still raw in a way. I don't know, but we can get into that a bit. So obviously we've convened the, this Stalking Spurs emergency pod uh, because of news that uh, happened literally just like a little less than 48 hours ago uh, when we found out that after five years with the club, uh, our manager, our former manager, Mauricio Pochettino, has left the club. And yeah, like, what? <laughs> so where were you when you found out? I was in Mauricio. bed. <laughs> I woke up. I woke up ungodly early for me, which is 7 a.m., to too many texts. Like, I usually wake up with like one or two because people are in different time zones, but I've never had this many messages in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but like, yeah, it was it was strange because I got it from you guys separately as a group, from your sister Toby, yeah. from like uh, my friends, from colleagues, and I'm like, wow, I don't think anyone's reached out to me this much in a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about you guys? Where were you when you found out? Were we watching The Crown? I think we yes. were watching The Crown. Yeah, so we were watching The Crown, and then we stopped, and Toby said. I guess signaled with his face as he was looking at his phone that there was some massive life-changing news. And I was thinking, oh my God, the queen is dead. Oh my God, God forbid. So I, I, was, so, I was so scared and that's the news that I was prepared for. And then Toby shows me an article from I think the Telegraph or something mm. or the Independent saying that Mauricio's been sacked. And, Which right uh, off the bat is like, I mean, the Telegraph is, I'm going to come out and say it is a terrible newspaper. So um, <laughs> just the way they're reporting it, obviously, they're going for clicks because and you guys have probably done a lot more research in, in the hours since. But was it so far as the sacking or like, was it a mutual agreement or because we really, I mean, the headline is obviously just trying to wind us up and, and it worked because I was pretty wound up. But uh yeah, I, I'm sure you guys will know a little bit more about what's happened over the last 48 hours. I don't think there's been a consensus on the confirmation. I mean, the club update says that uh, Mauricio and team have um, left the right. club, right? Yeah. Of course, that would be the other extreme of how the, their PR is handling this. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of annoyed that they just put their club update. Like, club update? Really? Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. That felt a bit cold. Yeah. yeah. It felt very cold. You know what I would have wanted? I would have wanted them to include a statement from Poch. Mm. Too much to ask. Yeah. A one-liner. Anything. Thank you for my five years. But clearly, yes. this the non-inclusion of a statement from Poch tells me 
it was not as amicable as they make it seem. Yes. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they could have done something like that if it did go so smoothly. Like the single most loved manager mm. ever in the history of the world. And of the universe. Like that without yeah. a word. Yeah, that's Could that's they be suspicious. working on something? I don't know. We never know. At the next home game or something, maybe they'll really get the boat out. And I don't know. Let's... I mean, I honestly delayed this podcast 48 hours because I really wanted to record as soon as we could. Like, mm. I was like, fuck work. Just kidding. I love... Thank you. Thank you for my employment. Um, but, <laughs> but really, I was giving a chance for all the things I had expected to come out, more statements of support from people. And I can dive into that more later. But let me just say, I did not get those mm. that I've been waiting for. So, including a statement from Poch. The nearest yeah. we got was a tweet from Jesus, ever the the lovely yeah. tweeter. And I thought it was a cute, like a really nice, um, simple message. And I guess because he is kind of the voice of the coaching staff, given the inability of the rest of the uh, uncles to get on social media, we will have to make do with Jesus's uh, contribution. So on a tweet from Jesus Perez uh, on Twitter, obviously, he just goes, thank you for, oh, he says he starts with hashtag Kois. Thank you from our heart to our players, staff, and special thanks to you all lovely Spurs fans. Simple. Yeah, and he ends it with a like a broken heart emoji, mm. doesn't he? No, he ends it with five blue hearts for the five years he was there. Wow. I'm assuming. And the last is a red broken heart. <sighs> Boom. Yeah. Emojis oh, at work. <laughs> <laughs> I counted those emojis. You're our emoji translator. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that 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 sucks. Can you imagine Tony, Mickey, Jesus, like, and of course, uh, little Mister Sebastiano? Like, it's I'm so heartbroken for them. They yeah. this yeah, was they, not they handled. They didn't deserve. Yeah, exactly. They didn't deserve an exit like this. Mm. Like, I understand when people say that. Oh, they're just they're not delivering anymore. The we're at we're at number fourteen on the table. This is terrible. Ooh. Yeah, but I mean, exactly. End of the world. Yeah. I get that if it's a business, maybe yes, but yes. But I feel like after everything they've done, mm. like this can't be the way to say goodbye. You know, treat treat it with respect. They've taken us so far. I saw a tweet um about how before Maurice's time we had never finished above Arsenal, mm. and then now we consistently like finish above Arsenal. Um, before Mauricio, we were a team that like barely made it into the top four and right. i think for the last four years or something we're or no since the start of mauricio's um stay uh we consistently finished in the top four yeah so you're consistently in champions league so like yeah. for for someone to turn the team around that much and like and six months after they've brought us to the champions league final it just feels like a really rude and ungrateful way to end things. Yeah. I think the one way they can kind of salvage that is if at the next home game or over the next few home games, there's like big, you know, send-offs and appreciation from the fans at the stadium and that kind of thing. Because I guess to be devil's advocate, the circumstances of losing a manager mid-season, it becomes a question of maintaining momentum as well. Because I have no doubt if he had made it to the end of the season or the, the timing had just worked out that way, then there would have been a big a big send-off 
for for Mariso mm, and the yeah. team. I think the fact that it's absolutely necessary if we're going to recover anything from this season to make a pretty clean break, then I, I don't know, maybe they're thinking just just ruthlessly we can't be bogged down in the past now. And like all of the Spurs channel has been about Jose and it's about moving forward. And because if we're taking this decisive action to bring in a new manager to get results from this year, then it needs to start on Saturday. So uh, we, I don't know, I, maybe that's what they're thinking. There's, there can be no ruthless, there can be no like sentimentality, you know, you can only win going forward. And I don't know. And it's, it's tricky. It's super tricky. I wanted to check with you. Have you seen this kind of quote unquote sacking or abrupt exits of managers in the middle of a season yeah i mean it's definitely not unprecedented i don't think it's yeah no it's certainly not unprecedented i'm trying to think of uh i can't think of specific examples when when even we've had fill-in managers for a few weeks while we while we bring somebody new on board but yeah i um, think Mar- and i guess we'll get into this more later but Mourinho's last last exit i think was also mid-season mm-hmm. and abruptly um, which we'll get to in yeah, a bit we'll, we'll we, we, we uh, we've um, spoken the the name yeah, I guess I can't believe you. You were talking about big send off mm-hmm. earlier, Toby. And when you said that, I can't believe I'm using them as a reference. But I, <laughs> I remember when Wenger, uh, am I saying that mm-hmm. properly? Wenger, yeah. Wenger left Arsenal. He got like a really nice big yeah. send off. But he stayed, I think, until the end of the season. Mm-hmm. And they had like a big event, I guess, at the stadium. And he gave a speech about how. He's always been and always will be an Arsenal fan. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was really beautiful. And I, I guess that's what I'm thinking of as a fitting farewell, yeah. I think, that, that Mauricio, at the very least, deserved. Yeah, But I guess, I don't know, we haven't gotten it so far. It feels mm-hmm. like it, it would be quite awkward for it to happen at this point, especially now that our social, the official social media has moved forward moved completely. On, yeah. But I don't know, they still could. There have been so many surprises in the past 48 hours. It That's could true. still happen. By the time we finish editing this, who knows what happens. Yeah. And I guess on that, so we were discussing earlier that all of this seems so surprising and left field. Yeah. But maybe hmm. it there's a possibility that it only feels surprising to us yeah. as outsiders. We were wondering, Patty and I, how long has this been in the making? Yeah. Insert like I don't know mysterious music here because this is just so baffling. Asin and I were talking earlier, right before we started recording, of like, was that last dinner that we discussed that in depth? Was that a goodbye dinner or was it a yes. rallying dinner or did yeah. they know? It totally throws that team dinner in like a different light. Exactly. Like I want to know, was that their like farewell dinner for Mauricio? Were they saying, okay, let's have like one last big party before this storm happens, mm-hmm. or was it signal to Levy maybe that hey, all the players are backing Mauricio. Hey, we're taking him out to dinner. Look at all of these paparazzi shots of us having a good mm-hmm. time. Like he's our guy. Don't get rid of him. Was that like a last ditch effort for them to throw support behind Mauricio? I my gut would be that it's the former and it was yeah. it was actually a secret farewell dinner because then there was a dinner before that with just levy and poch right some yes. weeks before yeah. that yeah. so i don't know i'm i wonder if that was the kind of like last 
last Supper. straw. I mean, not <gasps> quite that dramatic, but it's like, okay, give it a few more weeks. Because it's not necessarily like give it a few more weeks and if the results don't improve, then you're out. It's more like more of a personal dimension. Like, And I've, I've seen some analysts talk about this. It's like when people say, oh, Putch has like lost the dressing room and all this, they want to build it up into kind of some kind of frenzy. I, I think what some analysts were saying is it's not that dramatic. It's just sometimes the same old training tactics. Like it could be down to the practice sessions. Like the players just like aren't happy, like, banging their head against the same brick wall and or like everybody's tired of everybody else's voice kind of thing it can it can be those kind of simple interpersonal dimensions or or like Mauricio's isn't happy living in England anymore and wants to go somewhere else it's like there's so many other variables I think that it can come down to like after five years in a workplace so I, I think it could be something like something like that I think it's just annoying because like ramping up to this week there have been so many rumors of potch out potch out and yeah. all that that the the team or the club kind of over-indexed on no we're all one big happy family look uh, at all look at the gaffer so happy look at us yeah. having dinner look at all these like bondy poo poo whatever moments yeah. that like you're like wait i thought you guys were happy and then yeah. now that they've haven't been exactly on a winning streak and at the position <laughs> they're at and on an international break is when i'm really annoyed it felt so fucking sneaky yeah yes and I was wondering if that's why some of the tributes from the players, which we'll get to later, um, were delayed. Like, was everyone mid-flight when it happened? Assuming that it took everyone by surprise. Like, was yeah. everyone like still in a different time zone and wasn't awake yet to see the news? Yeah, yeah it felt sneaky. Yeah, we're, I'm not even in the team. And like, I woke up distressed. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine Sunny coming off a really long-ass plane ride? Yeah. from Korea or wherever he was playing his international games and just like this is the first news he gets like, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to give him a hug I always do so let's move on <laughs> um, I think just to bridge the gap between like this the the speaking of Poch and moving on to of course our future I saw this tweet which I don't have a source yet I'm trying to look for the source of it maybe it's during the Tell me if you've seen this during the press conference, but basically Ricky Sachs of, I think, Last Word on Spurs tweeted during his press conference, so I haven't watched it, but he said, Mauricio, for the work he did, this club will always be his home. He can come whenever he wants. When he misses the players, when he misses the people he works with, the door is always open for him. Then fucking don't shut the door and just let him back in. But anyway, <laughs> I thought it was kind of a sweet ish gesture from a figure that I've kind of, to be honest, only known very negatively. We welcome our new <laughs> our new manager, our new head coach, Jose Mourinho. Jose Mourinho. Guys, wow. thoughts? Oh my what? god, so I think I was still reeling from the news that Poch was out when I saw news that Jose is in. And I, I was super shocked by this because I feel like if a few months ago you'd asked me who is the exact worst cultural fit as a manager for Tottenham? I would have named Jose Mourinho. Mm-hmm. His style is just different. He's like arrogant and abrasive and like seems to have all the values that are the complete opposite of what we have. So it, it didn't make sense. It's like, oh my gosh, has it come to this? Are we going to compromise our values mm-hmm. for trophies? But yeah, so I, I was stewing in that for, for a few hours <laughs> when I found out. Yeah, definitely. I mean, just his success at 
Chelsea. I don't know. It's like he was such an easy figure for a Spurs fan to dislike. Mm-hmm. It just it's like it's confusing to have him waltz into our camp and be it's like I don't know. It's like somebody can't... Does it feel very out of body experience for the fans like you guys, especially you Toby, that have actually known the history? Because I, again, being the newest fan of the trio, and I'm new, but I all I've heard is just negativity yeah. towards this guy. So, I mean, I've seen him in a couple of interviews during, like, the Champions League when he was a commentator and all that. But I haven't heard a single, like, oh, my gosh, you know, the way we speak with the reverence of Pochettino. So am I blowing this out of proportion? Am I not? Obviously, I want to give this person a chance, but I'm tainted, you know? Has it? Yeah, is it always, yeah. like, how does it feel for you, Toby, given the history? Yeah, just not, yeah, not very welcoming, for sure. Just... I don't know. It's like having any Chelsea player come in. It's like you're because that's probably what sports is about. It's like being a bit tribal and like it feels like he's not one of us and that kind of thing. But I mean, and not to jump ahead a bit too much, but it feels like even if we win a trophy with him, it's like we have to share it with Mourinho and he gets just as much (laughs) of the glory. And I'm a bit resentful of that because because it's like, oh, oh, we only won because Mourinho came and saved us. It's like, I don't know. I don't really like that either. I mean, I'm sure plenty of fans will be like, I don't care. It's been too long. We want a trophy, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, it's it would have been preferable to do it with somebody, you know, we feel we can really get behind. Yeah, totally. But that reminds me of, like, just hours after finding out that Mourinho was, uh, was signed on. One of my friends, uh, Kirby, who is now a listener of our podcast. Oh, my gosh. Hi, Kirby. Hi, Kirby. You completely, like, you've increased our listenership by 100%. <laughs> I would say 200 because yeah. people were like half listening. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So he, he asked what my thoughts were. And then I, I was like, oh my gosh, no thoughts, just a jumble of emotions. And then I got back to him like a little bit later on saying that, you know what, I get that hiring Mourinho is pretty much like ordering trophies on Amazon. <laughs> and like at some point, the, tro- the trophies will come for sure. But I can't help but feel that this change is something massive about what I love about the club. I guess that taps into what, what Toby was saying as well, that like maybe we do win a trophy, but what is that going to feel like? At, at what cost? Like I feel like if, if, yes, if we do at some point, then like how, what horrible things might happen between now and then? Because I guess we know uh, Mourinho's history with other clubs and he tends to like, as he leaves, kind of burns the place to the ground, kind yeah. of. I, I hope that that, that doesn't I mean, happen. Like I was telling you, I, I know yeah. nothing about Mourinho. And so I'm hoping that this year that he had off, after all the negativity that we've heard, that I've heard, that he eat, prayed, loved his way through the past year and like found meaning. And I don't know, like people can change. I know we don't really like getting into like the negativity of it all in the past. And I guess that kind of applies to him now. I don't know. And... I think we'll get into the social media bits later on that point to... Yeah, the like, eat, pray, love of it all. The eat, pray, love theory. But I guess now is a good time to bring up that his first ever pre-match press conference has just finished. And he's he seems like a different Mourinho from who we like, knew in the past. He's saying things... Uh, that that I think people are finding reassuring. Um, like, I don't need new players, I just need time, he says. Uh, I told them that one of the reasons why I decided to come was them, the players. I tried to buy some of them for different clubs, I couldn't. 
he also said to try to keep all the best players to refuse to let the best players go mm-hmm. away is part of the vision nice so it's it's interesting he's also calling himself humble he's known for calling himself the special one and this time <clears throat> i guess he's reframing himself as <laughs> the humble one wow so let's yeah so this is super interesting i mean i hope this isn't all just a ploy (laughs) but if it is oscars for everyone because yeah (laughs) (laughs) is this is this usual tobes like changes of heart i don't know yeah i've i found that quote quite encouraging and i i do believe him because i remember watching the champions league games you know, earlier this year. And when he was a, a pundit at halftime, he would be very complimentary about the squad and, and about Tottenham and, and really saying how much he respected the way we played and that kind of thing. So I, I think that definitely earns him some credit. Yeah. When it comes to saying he doesn't need new players, he just needs time. That's a really nice sentiment as well. Did I just say that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but... Uh, I, no, th- totally, because I think that's, that's, I think, the number one fear for most people when he's joined other clubs before he's yeah. been famous for spending so much money right. to bring in new players. And I think uh, one thing that, that Spurs fans are generally happy about is our players. Like, we, we really, like, super deeply love mm-hmm. so many of them. So one of the first fears when Mourinho came on was, oh my gosh, is he going to get rid of everyone and just assemble a super team right. that nobody cares about? Yeah, yeah. So it's it's so good to hear him say these things. Definitely. I, I hope he means it. I think I believe that he yeah. means it. Because his second quote about how he wanted to buy some of our players before is true. He's tried to buy mm-hmm. Dyer. He's tried to buy Alderweireld in the past when he was with Manu. Oh! So... Yeah, I hope I hope this is all speaking from his newly formed soul. I mean, yeah. And I mean, and I think people online have been saying too, like he had a great relationship with Didier Drogba and got some of his best football out of him with Zlatan Ibrahimovic as well. So it seems like people are optimistic that he, if he has the time to build bonds with some of our players, he could really find new dimensions to their game. I mean, and, and Pochettino had a similar reputation, like working with Sissoko for so long to turn around what had been a shaky start for him and, and you know, make him the greatest of all time that the fans not consider him. So that's encouraging. I think it comes with a caveat, though, to have a reputation as he does. The one thing I don't think we owe him that much is too much time. I think he should get the rest of this season. I, I think we should expect top six. And if we if he doesn't get that, we start questioning him. Maybe give him one Mourinho more season. Out. Yeah, give him one more season. And if it's not, if we don't open brightly to next season, then I think he should be on shaky ground. Because if, if you're a superstar manager, you live by the sword, you die by the sword. So I think... He doesn't deserve any more benefit of the doubt than Poch had because it didn't seem like he got much after the run that he had. And people say, oh, well, we've had bad results kind of all year. But after the amazing years that he has had, I think he did deserve a bit more time. Yeah. So if those five awesome years bought him six months, then with Mourinho, it needs to be one. Yeah. And And all of Mourinho's trophies, all of Mourinho's trophies are behind him. It's like with... The stock market is like past performance does not indicate the future. So, I mean, he could never win a trophy again in his life. That's what he's facing now. So it's it's he can't rest on his laurels. He's got to come into Spurs and prove he can start winning games. Maybe starting with, with West Ham on Saturday. <laughs> so let's start small. Yeah. 
Oh my God! Look at us rooting for Marie. I know. Twenty nineteen. I mean. Well, we can't root against him because exactly. He's yeah. Home, but yeah. but isn't yeah. that crazy how twenty nineteen has started when we first did our first episode of this podcast? Little, I I did not expect us to be discussing a new fucking manager on um, eight episodes yeah. in. So. <laughs> I and Mourinho of all the managers in the world was Gareth Southgate busy? Yeah. Was what I asked that immediately. Like what? 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 Yeah. Seeing seeing Poch go, I mean, I I think I've been devil's advocate a bit, but my first reaction was definitely outrage. Like he definitely deserved more time. Again, that said, I think the worst situation is when you lose a manager and you're kind of this interim waiting period of like, oh, what's the future hold? Like, are, are they going to just wait to find a manager that they think there's a critical mass of fans that will back? I mean, they've kind of like done the ripping off the Band-Aid kind of tactic, which means he's gone. Here's your new manager. Like, this is the new status quo on, you know, forward we go, which I think could could work out quite well because it means we don't lose momentum. well we didn't have much momentum <laughs> to be fair but well we need to gain all yeah. that momentum and with that i want to say thank you again to toby for joining our kumbaya thank circle you. i mean it's been so comforting yeah. to hear <sighs> yeah it's, it'll be it'll be an interesting ride yeah just to see how to me at the end of the day if we can hang on to harry and son like, as Asad mentioned, we just love the players that we have with us. So, yeah, hopefully Mourinho can find a way to build good relationships with them. And and as to pointed out, Dyer grew up in Portugal, so he speaks a bit of Portuguese. So that could be a really interesting relationship as well. I think some people are predicting maybe he's what could unlock Dyer to make him just in a into a really, you know, strong defensive uh, defensive midfielder or, or even center back. So that could be really interesting. As Not well. to uh, add shit to the fire dumpster that we're currently going through, but <laughs> what are your thoughts on the Argentinians? Should they be worried? I guess they could be because that, yeah, that was a really nice kind of, I, maybe they weren't cliquish, but it's nice that they had their little kind of group of, of Argentinian players. So... I don't know. Maybe. I mean, Les, I'm sure he'll be very happy to play with Los Celso because his reputation precedes him. And I mean, Gazzaniga's had great form as well. And Lamel has been playing really well when he's healthy. So I don't It's It'll be really interesting. Like watching the practice session the other day, it's funny to see because I, I mean, we've all played sports. So to, it's a new year, new season, a new coach. So it's there's always this little battle to go and prove yourself and start getting along with him on a personal level. And show them what you can do so it'd be fun to see more of that in training like acid notice how physical Mourinho is like he's patting Deli on the back he's pat patting harry on the back just building those connections so that's quite fun to watch as well because he's he's a he is a very experienced coach for sure all right that sounds like a great point to end on so wow look at the uh, progression of emotions in 20 minutes <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I guess yeah. we'll see you outrage from fear to optimism. And <laughs> I guess we'll yeah. see you after the West Ham game. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. London Derby. Kois, kois, kois. All right. So as all of that drama was unfolding in real life, we're now gonna like move on to how the drama unfolded on social media. Welcome to the social media roundup of this special emergency pod. So I think we want to talk about three general groups of social media posts. And the first is like all the player tributes and there were many. And then former player tributes. So many. And finally just reactions from the rest of the world. Oh sorry there's a fourth one. Also (laughs) (laughs) 
which I guess we'll unveil later. But there's a special. We'll unveil it later. But group of posts at the end. So a little behind the scenes action for you guys. If you don't know the process that Asa and I go through to produce these impeccable podcasts that uh, we've been working on, <laughs> we actually come up with an outline on a Google Doc like a couple of days before um, we record. And considering we've only been populating this document for 48 hours, this has been the most jam-packed yeah. <laughs> document ever. We've had to slash things off to just make it into a normal amount of time. Yeah. So, guys, this is intense. Usually, our roundup is like half a page to two-thirds of a page. Half and this page. is, are we on three pages now? We're on it's, three pages. It's, it's pretty crazy. But clearly, that's the impact that um, this oh, news has given. Oh, yeah. So I remember seeing uh, a tweet saying that uh, as a Spurs fan, she had more people check in on how she's feeling more about this than any other breakup she's ever been through. It's it's wild. I'm sure you, you experienced the same thing. I did. I did. And what a breakup this has been. But I mean, that's us who are not even players of this club. So. Yeah. Let's hear from uh, the tributes of what the lads had to say about Poch. We'll start off with uh, our first yeah. post. So if you guys want to follow along and see what we're referring to, just check the episode description and you'll see all of the relevant links. And the first link is from Delhi. First with a tribute. I think within two hours of the news breaking that Mauricio was out, Delhi posts a photo with Mauricio. It's, uh, I guess this is from last season. And he, he seems to be coming off the pitch and he's just about to hug Mauricio. Mauricio looks proud of him. Delhi looks happy. Um, he has the caption, I can't thank this man enough. He's taught me so much and I'm so grateful for everything he's done for me. Good luck and hope to see you again, my friend. Exactly, yes. Yeah. When I saw it, I'm like, okay, the tributes are going to start pouring in now. Where is my tissue? Yeah, who was chopping these fucking onions? <laughs> Number one, I don't know if Delhi has a social media manager. I think it's him mm-hmm. because that is fast. That doesn't go through the approval process. That was him pouring his heart out. And I appreciate that he went first. Yes. I know that this is not exactly a Me Too experience where you want the cover of other women with you and standing together. But going first in a very controversial period is still it brave. Is. And I really commend Delhi for this. He hasn't been as present in our lives this season. But this shows he is with the club through and through. And clearly he is, he's still with Poch in a way. So that is some tribute. Coming hot on the heels of Delhi is our next tribute from none other than the skipper Harry Kane. Um, what I found interesting about Kane's tribute is that on Instagram and on Twitter, he posted on both social media um, platforms. However, with the same quote, but with a different photo, um, on Instagram, it showed a rainy, wet, I guess, post-goal hug. Um, it's a, quite an old photo because the away kit is still yellow. So this is a couple seasons ago. Um, and it's just his back. I like that it's just his back, not even his face with it. And it's a smiling potch in the rain. They're, they're hugging, clearly. On Twitter, it's a side view photo. So you see Harry's face too. And I, I like that, that variety that he did to it. Um, and his message is, Gaffer, I will be forever thankful to you for helping me achieve my dreams. 
We have had some amazing moments over the last five and a half years that I will never forget. You were my manager, but my friend as well. And I thank you for that relationship. Good luck with your next chapter, Blue Heart. I mean, if that doesn't bring a tear to your eye, I don't know what will not. Kane has been Pocha's son. Like the yeah. son, he, he obviously has sons, but he groomed Kane and really brought Kane out to be the superstar that he is. Before I cry some more, I think I just want to point out that I love that Kate Kane yes. also comments with a heart. Like clearly she knows how much this man means to her totally. husband. And Yeah, we were discussing this and we were saying <sighs> that like both Kate and Potch have the one thing in common that they both saw a young Kane and saw the potential and developed him to become the superstar that he is today. Not just physically, like literally physically, <laughs> like grooming-wise, yeah. but also physically like the athlete that he is, the player that he is. That is a lot thanks to, to Poch. And I swear these fucking tributes, we're only on tribute yeah. to and I feel like I'm going to cry. So we, we got to get uh, through this. We got to get through yeah, this. Yeah, the next one is on Instagram from Sun. It shows he, uh, Sun and Mauricio at like pitch side it seems like Mauricio is giving directions just as pop uh, just as son is gonna like get on the pitch it comes with a caption needless to say how much I think this man words are powerless to express my gratitude I have learned a lot from you not only in football but in life good luck in your future and I wish you all the best this is amazing he said words are powerless to express my gratitude this is a man who speaks three languages and he cannot find the words in any of them <laughs> Come on, Sonny. <laughs> I, I'm just... I can't. Um, interestingly, Kevin Wimmer has not replied on this post. And so we will update you guys in real time once Kevin Wimmer does <laughs> reply to Sonny's post. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, as it is right, this guy speaks every fucking language you can think of and he can't muster words in a single one. Like, that. that's love, yo. That... <laughs> That is love. It's also a cute photo of them. Just very cash. Very yeah. just like looking out into the future. Speaking of um, cute photos. Yeah. Speaking of cute photos, indeed. I think you brought it up, Acid, that this is the Paolo Gazaniga, our number one, our current number one keeper. Uh, posted in two languages and the translation right underneath it. Oh, I think what you what did you find special about his photo, Acid? Um, I just, I like that he chose a photo from one of the best nights in the history of Tottenham Hotspur fandom. I think this is a photo from the miracle of Amsterdam night when we beat Ajax. So I, I was waiting for someone to choose a photo from that night and Gazaniga delivered. He delivered and he delivered indeed because his message in English, because I won't um, bother you with my poor Spanish, he goes... Thank you for your confidence and for all I've learned from you on and off the pitch. I wish you always the best, Mauricio, Tony, Miguel, and Jesus. And I love what Paula did, that he mentioned the entire yeah. team. I think they don't get enough credit, in the obviously in general, because obviously Poch is the main man of the hour. But he wasn't the only one that left the club. Tony left the club, Miguel left the club, Jesus left the club, and I like, and of course the next 
um, photo. So two photo posts on Instagram. And his next photo is, of course, with Tony Jimenez, his yeah. coach, the, the keeper coach. And I, I know that they're all Argentinians and maybe there's a closer bond there. But I really, really appreciated this post from, from Gaza and how he really just acknowledged them as a unit. I'm, I have no words. Speaking of no words, <laughs> the next post is from Toby Alderweireld, presented with zero comment. It's simply on Instagram, a photo of him hugging Mauricio. He posts the same photo also as an Instagram story, also with no words. He has no words. I mean, he has no words. But you know what, Asad, like I told you a while ago, if a picture paints a thousand words as that corny, corny <laughs> line goes, he's got 2,000 yeah. of them. He posted it <laughs> twice. So you know what, Tobes? I I commend you. Thank you for representing fucking Belgium um, in this. Uh, because, I mean, we'll get to that later. But Toby, see, I think Toby proves you don't have to have the words. You still can do something. Yeah. And I'm really grateful that he, he, he posted that. Um, other people who have clearly been honored by Mauritius presence is uh, Kyle Walker Peters. So on Instagram, KWP also posted a tribute to Mauritio. And it's a, a picture of his back. Again, a lot of them's backs, but I guess because if it's their back, it's the front of Mauritio. So I guess that's better. And it's, so it's, it's his quote goes, it's been an honor to have had the opportunity to play under one of the best managers in world football. Thank you for everything you Jesus, Miguel, and Tony have done for me. I will be forever grateful. I wish you nothing but success in your future. Thank you. I love it when when, when the guys name everyone in the team. I think it really speaks volumes about how it really is. Like they were a family they for five were, years. Yeah, and totally. how each of how each of these coaches really did contribute to them. And correct me if I'm wrong, KWP is like homegrown. Yeah, yeah. And so he's a top you know baby. that he's been nurtured by these forefathers so yeah. the so forefathers Mauricio like they say it takes like a village to raise a baby and I guess he's just recognizing his entire village uh, another next is another Argentinian so this one's from Floyd on Instagram he, he chose an interesting photo because I think everyone else chose really emotional emotive photos of, of like hugging or like staring into the distance kind of and he chose I wouldn't even say action shot it's a, it's an awkward um, mid squat photo of him. It's a mid squat. That's right. But I don't know. Maybe those are the moments he treasures, the the mundane everyday moments. Um, he says, and I guess this is a translation because he posted it in another yes. language. He says, "I will always be grateful to you, Jesus, Miguel, and Tony, for all the learning they gave me in these years, for giving me the opportunity to play in a club like Tottenham, help me fulfill dreams, and work day by day always for more." A pleasure to work with you, and I wish you all the best. Uh, double high five emoji. Is that what it is? I always thought it was like a raise the oh, roof okay. emoji. Oh, okay, it could be the raise the roof emoji. Yeah, could, could, <laughs> it's could open evolve. to interpretation. I, I love like the the, the the younger players or the Argentinians really um, call out the team. Yes. I, I think that's such a nice touch. On the post that, I mean, I'm attributing it to Ben Davis, but it's actually on a Twitter account of an of a journalist called named Phil Caden. Phil Caden. So Phil Caden tweeted Ben Davis on Mauricio Pochettino getting the sack at Tottenham. So I guess he was at a game yeah, and like a he interviewed him. Post match interview. He goes, I so Ben supposedly goes, I didn't know until after the game. I was very shocked. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> but I'd like to put it on record. It's been amazing to work with him for the last five years. And I'm sure he will go on to bigger and better things. <laughs> yeah. He, he really will. So, like, Cartilage Free Captain said that he sneaked in a self-own there. He goes, that he'll go on to bigger and better things. So what does that make Tottenham? But I think he can be forgiven because if this is indeed a post-match interview, he's just been running around for 90 minutes and suddenly someone tells him some emotional news. So he gets a bit of like leeway, I guess. Flustered, yeah. And, and Ben, of all the people, would be one of the more well-spoken ones as we've heard in many, many uh, team interviews. So I, I, I give Ben a pass and he definitely is not active on social in the least. So I, I, I don't even blame him for yeah. not posting. But yeah, oh on to other so posts that are... This isn't the player tribute section, but I'm not sure it counts as that. So everyone's been <laughs> posting about, or at least the players who have posted things about this have posted uh, tributes to Mauricio. Sissoko did not post a tribute to Sissoko, uh, to Mauricio, but he did today post on Instagram uh, an image from training. And he's in the foreground or he's the center of the photo when he's about to kick a ball in the background is Mourinho and I like when I saw this I didn't really think much of it but it seems like this has become an incredibly divisive photo so I think people are accusing him of taking sides which yeah I think might be unfair I don't know Definitely unfair. I mean, like Toby said a while ago, you're going to have to like get along and forge your relationship moving forward, right? But I think it just it just hurts, yeah. I guess, for the people left behind. And to me, which leads me to the next point of like, it is highly, highly noticeable to me that many, many members of the team did not do tributes. And I mean, I would call them out by name, but obviously, you know who we didn't mention. Yeah. And I think it just hurts because as I am speaking right now to you guys and to Acid, I'm literally refreshing my feed and waiting and hoping for the posts that I maybe will never come. I don't know. It maybe they're and I can't even attribute it to them not being active on social because all these players are fairly active. And you would think that something as monumental happening as this would deserve a post even a freaking insta story at first i was hoping for grid but now i'm settling for insta story so you you see how my hopes have fallen but yeah i'm i'm really surprised i don't know anyway those are the tributes from current players and the non-tributes from current players some (laughs) um and it's such a this has been such a massive like event of massive magnitude that even former players have poured in with their tributes. Um, so we noticed a few no- notable ones from like Ledley King. There's a rumored one from Dembele, but I guess it hasn't been confirmed. Uh, but the two we want to talk about are from Ryan Mason and Jermaine Genus. So Ryan Mason's was posted on Twitter and it's a photo from when he was still a player and he's, I guess... Uh, bro-hugging, or about to bro-hug Mauricio. Uh, He posted with the caption, Gaffer, thank you for everything you've done for me as a player, and more importantly, as a man. Good luck in your next chapter. And this is is quite sweet, because we all know, like, Ryan Mason's history. He played with us, and then he was sold to Hull, and very soon after, he suffered 
like a life-changing head injury. Um, and he came back to Tottenham this time as a coach for the, I think, under-18s or something. Where Mauritius' son plays. So yeah. that's, I'm still, I don't know where that's going. But I mean, Ryan Mason, what I love is that all these former players come out of the woodwork, you know, and and really still made time to give a tribute. Yeah. And while all of the tributes have been quite emotional and sentimental, quite emotional, there's one that goes a different way. <laughs> but Jermaine Jenas is never one to uh, go with the <laughs> go with the tides. <laughs> this is a, a post from Jermaine Jenas, of course, former player and now a, a BD Sport commentator as well. He is a man of, I guess, a few words, <laughs> not not as few as Toby. Few words, but strong emotions. Strong emotions, nevertheless. Um, he posted on Twitter, no photo, just a one line that goes, should have backed him, not sacked him. Gutted for Mauricio. And I thought that pretty much sums up our feelings. Yeah, I think that perfectly <laughs> captures every Spurs fan, like within minutes of finding out that Mauricio is gone. Quite Quite powerful, yeah. quite powerful there. And so powerful is this news that the entire world, <laughs> people across the world, seriously, um, journalists from everywhere reacted to it as well. Yeah. I discovered so many blue tick marked journalists not necessarily reporting news, but actually giving opinions on this from NBC Sports. Um, Joe Prince, right? To, um, I think, a contributor to like ESPN, Melissa Reddy, to... Uh, Gary Lineker, everyone had something to say. And I mean, this is totally like just off base, but even Elliot Kipchoge, guys, the guy that beat the two hour marathon also had a tribute. I mean, what is what is his reach? What is Poch's reach and how he has touched so many lives? It's pretty incredible, including uh, a, a journalist or an ex-Sky presenter named Simon Thomas. So on Twitter, Simon Thomas tweeted, this is this gets heavy, guys. I, I'm warning you now. He goes, when my wife died very suddenly two years ago, the one manager who took the time to write personally to me was Mauricio Pochettino, and it was a heartfelt letter. Class manager, even better man. That's wild. Patty's <laughs> just throwing I mean, her hands up you in get, the air. You get the... I mean, geez, like... There's a death, guys. There is death involved. I know they always say, like, this isn't life and death, football. Now we're, we're invoking death now. <laughs> we're invoking death and just, like, what a class act Marisha is. And I, 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 I have no words. So from the Instagram account, this fangirl, Rachel Smethers, said, He transformed the very identity of our club, both here and abroad. Now household names, young players like Ali, Dembele, Trippier, Kane flourished under him, wanted to wear the shirt and stay on at the club. His team gave us fearless attacking football, four consecutive top four finishes, a Champions League final, and the first finish above Arsenal in my lifetime. You can't put a price on that. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> Agree. Totally. Conquer. Amen. I think it was well put. With truths, you cannot, those are total, like, those are facts that you cannot refute. These are all facts. She is speaking the gospel. That's a great way to speak for the fans. Quite amazing. Yeah. Unfortunately, it wasn't just the fans speaking. Obviously, we cannot neglect our official oh, channels. Yeah. I am I'm reserving judgment on the entire social media team because obviously this has been a bit big shakeup in their lives. 
But I think my one comment right now is that they're clearly forcibly moving everyone's emotions really quickly towards literally, as they said, positive vibes. Um, yeah. There's been like a relentless onslaught of super positive content. I think there's only one that that wasn't and it was the very first twitter post with a club state that was it and it was very clinical cut and dry this is what's happening um and then from then on it's been photos of Mourinho smiling photos of the players smiling uh jokey video moments stuff like that i think you 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 described it really really well the two words i picked up that i really want to reiterate is how clinical it all felt with how they handled Poch on social as well. And now how relentless everything is with Mourinho. I want to give him a chance, obviously, but I feel like they're just shoving this down our throats so much, which, I don't know, I guess you got to do what you got to do. So the Spurs official account on Instagram, obviously in a series of posts, um, is welcoming Jose into the THFC family. At first, it was just welcome Jose. And, you know, I mean... You, you couldn't believe it, but here we are anyway. They take a bunch of like official shots of him. So there's one, of course, where he's holding the kit. I honestly never thought I would see that in my lifetime. And here it is. Yeah, it's some like weird black mirror image. It's like, what am I, what's happening? It is it's black Mourinho mirror. holding our kit. Exactly. Like, why is he holding the kit? And then the second series of shots is, of course, his, I guess, glamour shots. Yeah, in the suit. Annie Leibovitz yeah, style. black and white. Yeah, but... Exactly, but I think what I want to call out with the first three posts focusing on Jose or Mourinho is that none of the players, none, have liked any of the three posts. Mm. I'm just staring shit here, but yeah. I thought that was telling. Yeah, check it. As of 5 p.m. 5 p.m. UK time, 1 a.m. November 22, Friday, Singapore time. None Not a single. of the players have liked the Welcome Jose posts. I guess this is the, uh, I mean, if there's a sin of omission, this would be it. And I, when I mean, here I don't call it a sin, this is the show of support omission. Mm -hmm. Then I forgive all the non-tribute posts if they just don't touch yeah, these three posts. Yeah. Like moving forward, we can all be a, we can try to be a happy yes. family. But, but I if love this, this is the one bit of pettiness this is the defiance. that we can like, yeah. hang on to, I'm okay with that. Because from then, agree, then agree. on, I think... There's, we gotta yeah. suck it up, you know? Um, and I think a great um, uh, example of <laughs> sucking it up can be seen in the very first training video. So the very first training day, of course, there are cameras, there are video cameras, and by the end of the day, late last night, there's a video posted onto Instagram and I believe Twitter and YouTube of a seven-minute video of the first training day. And it's, seven. it's full of like really like uh, happy looking moments. Mourinho uh, jokes around with Delhi, kind of uh, like slapping his chest and then leaning in to whisper something, like building rapport, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> towards the end of the video, you see Mourinho like being really touchy with everyone. He, he, he bro hugs, that, that like handshake bro hug thing that dudes yeah. do. He does yep. that to everyone. He ruffles people's hair. Um, there are a lot of oh. shots of the players smiling and having a good time so i think when people say you know put on a brave fa face and just get on with it i think this is what everyone is doing whether they've been briefed to do this specifically or this is them like stepping up and being professional or this is them or this is them like genuinely happy about this change 
We don't know, Ugh. but this video shows smiling faces. I mean, I guess it's a little bit of both, but as we know, there is always a theme to the posts from the players on training day. And I guess the briefing was, chin up, smiles everyone. I don't know about you, but personally, I don't like being touched that much. <laughs> yeah, and it's a workplace. <laughs> I just... Yeah, I just, <laughs> exactly, this is workplace harassment. Um, I just feel like it was a tad bit too touchy. Specifically, um, as we were recording earlier, I have been refreshing my feed like a mad person. And now we've come to the pandering section of the uh, of the social posts. So Spurs Official on Instagram posts a very short video of captioned Jose and Sunny. Thumbs up emoji. And it's just like, come on, it's 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 Mourinho giving Sunny a hug, and I mean, I guess that's bound to happen. But you can see Sunny's facing the camera, and my only consolation is he Sunny only gives him a half hug. He's still smiling, but it could be like I don't know, you know, when you've been kidnapped and you just kind of like <laughs> Stockholm yeah, yeah, syndrome. Like, oh my god! Maybe that. Let's just play along yeah. and not anger them. <laughs> exactly. So like I don't know. Like let let's lay off the touching, guys. Let's lay off the yeah. touching. But for all our, like, all our <laughs> projection onto them, or maybe reading into what they're doing, there <laughs> are, and as you mentioned earlier, there are signs of hopefulness. Like, there's an Instagram post from Spurs Official showing Mourinho's first interview, um, and the big headline there was, What Can I Promise? Passion. So he seems to be trying to reassure fans that he's really gonna give this job everything. As he should. Yeah, yeah. As he should. No, but you're right, Acid. And I think, like, you were mentioning that you were catching the first 20 minutes of the press conference. And, my God, like, the Spurs official Instagram is relentless. The latest photo now is of Mourinho at a press conference. And you mentioned that he does say things that I may want to hear. And I guess at the end of the day, we need to give him a chance. And so I guess we end with that. Like, we look forward to this new era. Yeah of the Tottenham Hotspur Football Club. Um, I mean, it is Tottenham till we die, but I guess it's a kois, kois, kois of the new generation. And to use uh, an inappropriate metaphor, the ball is in your court, Mourinho. That's true. The ball is in his court and (laughs) we are here for the ride. Let's just mix all those metaphors together. Yeah. All right, Asad, thanks so much for uh, joining me um, on this emergency pod. And thanks, guys, for listening. I hope this has been therapeutic and has helped anyone listening uh i guess process and get through this very difficult and very weird and weirdly hopeful time yeah tell us how you're feeling tweet at us at stalking spurs on twitter and we'll catch you guys next time hopefully with a a better mood and just as this first official twitter account said positive vibes (laughs) all around see you guys guys. come Come on on, you spurs. spurs